Okay, Rabbi say we are now up to page 17 in the booklet, and this is the final segment of this week. And we're going to learn another very important halacha about chametz in the workplace. And this starts with Shulchan Aruch, Simen Tafmem Gimel, Sif Beis. Now, just a hakdama, we know that if there's a Gentile who has chametz in the house of Yisrael, if he's chayv achrayis, if, he's, if he takes achrayis, which means he takes responsibility to watch it and to pay for it if it gets anything happens to it. So then, that's that's a big no-no. He can't have, he can't have a chrayas on chametz. He can't be responsible for chametz of a gentile, even though the chametz doesn't belong to him. And that's a different gemara, which which we didn't go through. But uh, you're gonna have to take my word for that, for it. And and um, and that's a problem in our Torah. But if a person has chametz al akum. He has gentile chametz in his rishos that he's not responsible for. It's just sitting there. So what happens? What does he do? So the halach is he has to just put it aside. It has to be um, like any person that sells his chametz to a gentile. He has to make sure it's in a, it's a, there's a mechitza, it's, it's locked up, or it's, 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 you know, hidden away where he doesn't see it. So it's separated from him. He won't come to confuse. He won't come to eat it. And then that's fine because it's not his chametz. And there's no shash, he'll eat someone else's chametz if it's put away. Okay? That's the klal that we know by chametz shal akum. And now we'll start reading this shulchan aruch. Tough men gimel um, days. And we're going to have to figure out what's pshat here. Yisrael shahay biyad echamsa shal Yisrael. Which means like this. Yisrael, Ruvain, the first Yisrael has chametz that belongs to the second Yisrael. Pipikadim. So then the halach is he has to wait until it's time that uh, he has to wait until there's no more time to wait, which means you have to wait until the, the first, the second Israel who owns it picks it up. But let's say he doesn't pick it up. So then the halach is let's he should try to get rid of it to sell it to a gentile on behalf of the, of the owner. Let's say he doesn't sell it. The halach in Shulchan Aruch is if you have chametz that belongs to a yid in your rishos, chayev levara, you have to burn it, bismani surah, as soon as it's time to burn it, afilu eine chayev bachrayis, maradik echidosh in Shulchan Aruch, and the Shulchan Aruch says something that's very new, and it needs to, we need a pshat in this, he's mechoyev to, to destroy the chametz of the first Yisrael, of, this, uh, of the owner, even though it's not his, he's mechoyev to destroy it, even though he has no achrayis, now, by a guy, the only time you have to destroy it if you have a chray is back. Because you're responsible for the chametz, that's like it's yours. But this chametz does not belong to the Yisrael who, who owns the rishos. And this chametz is not responsible under the responsibility of the chametz who owns the rishos. It's just sitting in the rishos. But Shulchanach Paskins, that he's mechoyev to burn it. Why is it like that? So we'll go straight to, to page 18 and we'll read the Mishnah Burah. And this is Sifka and Yudalit. Even though he has no achrayis. So he first brings a pshat from the achrayim. And the achrayim say the reason why you have to burn it is because you have to save the yid who owns the chametz. You have to save him from doing an eser. Okay. And that's the sheet of the Bach. But now the Mishnah brings the sheet of Hagoyin, a very famous sheet. Sheet of Hagra. And the Shittas Hagra, the Mishibur is mashma that he paskins like him. V'yedas Hagra, but the Gra holds, the Yesh alav chiv min ha-tayro levair avsha ha-chametz eina shaloi. Moiridik. The guy learns, even though it's not my chametz, and I'm not responsible for the chametz, I have a chiv tashbisu min ha-tayro 
to burn this chametz. Kimchal chametz be beisay v'husha yisrael v'chein das hatzlach u beismeir ayin sham. So, <clears throat> and then if you go into Sharetzi and he brings others and he seems to learn that this is the consensus in the Paiskim that is a chiv menatayra if you have chametz shal Yisrael sitting in your rishos, even though you have no responsibility on the chametz, you're a chiv menatayra. Why should it be like that? If you look in the Beismeir, the Beismeir says, when it says, it doesn't mean on the yachid. It's like a halacha that said to Klai Yisrael that you cannot, Klai Yisrael cannot have any chametz. And therefore, you're responsible, because, not just Arevis, you're responsible, and because of the Isra of Layir you're responsible about Yura, you cannot have Chomets of Yisrael in Yorishos. Okay? This is the Shita of the Goin and the Beis Meir, and it seems like the Mishaburah goes with this Shita. Now, this Rabbi Sai comes out of tremendous, tremendous Chiddush Lahalacha, because we said. That if this chametz in a far, far away place, and it, come, it could come into a tremendous nafkuminah it depends on the case. If a person owns a building, and again, he is, he is situated on the east coast of the United States, and he owns a building, or he owns a office, he leases an office, or he owns trucks, whatever the rishos is, but he, has, he owns a rishos located on the west coast of the United States, or located on a separate continent, like in Europe, and he is not in that vicinity for Shleishim Yoyim. He does not have Chiyah Badika. There's no Gzeir who'll come to eat it. So he said that Shittas Taisus is, you're completely off the hook. You don't, it's not your chametz in, in the Rishos, it's Hefker, right? You already, you already got rid of all your chametz, but Gentiles are bringing chametz into the building and leaving chametz around on the picnic tables and in the break rooms and in the cafeterias and they're throwing chametz onto the floor of the, of the truck, whatever the case is. Now all of a sudden chametz al Hefker appears in your rishos. So now we said that Taisus says that Minatayr is good because you are Mvatl, so you are Mafkir. That she does Taisus. There's usually a Gzeir Shami, Dilma Atla Michle, that maybe you're going to come to eat it. But that's just if you Mukhi Badika Ubir, if you were there, take Shleishim or if you're in the vicinity, you might come to eat it. But if you're not in the vicinity 30 days, you won't come to eat it. There's no Durabana, there's no Dairai, so everything would be good. And now we say that's a very limited halacha. That's only true. If it's Chamed Shal Nachri. But what happens if it's Chamed Shal Yisrael? What happens if it's Chamed Shal Yisrael in Yerushos? If it's Chamed Shal Yisrael in Yerushos, you have a Chiv in Atayra. And there's another very big nafkamina. It's, it's important to realize this. If you own a property, if you own a property, and there's a picnic table, let's just get the case. There's a picnic table in, on your property, in Yerushos, if a guy comes and he starts eating his lunch by, by the picnic table, he's still eating, he puts the food on the picnic table, or you could own a mall, and there's a, uh, a place where a person could eat, and a Gentile comes and he has his lunch, or he, bought it, he, bought, he, he purchased the lunch in the mall, but he owns the mall, so he owns the common areas, and he puts his lunch down and he starts eating. Is there any chashash that the yid is over? And the answer is absolutely not. That's a halacha we found in Simon Tov Mem all the way in the beginning when we started learning this sugya. If you remember, the Mishabura says that there's no Isra in Atayra because it's Chamed Shalachayra, it belongs to the Gentile. And there's no Shashil come to eat it because he's, he's eating it, it's his. It's Tachas Yodo, it's Tachas Litosoy. There's no Shashil come to Shnore his food. He's eating it, there's no problem. But that's only of a Nachri. But let's say you're in a, you have a mall in an area where it's very frequented by Frayin, 
or Leilenu to an area in Eretz that has Chilonim, people that are not Shem Mitzvahs. Right? So now what? As soon as they take that Chomets out of their lunchbox and put it on your picnic table, you have Chomets in your Rishos. It's in your Rishos of a common area owned by you. You have a Chiv Minat to burn it. And you even if you don't burn it. And that's a, a tremendous problem because there's no way for you to go running around with your blowtorch and tracking down all the Chilonim who are coming into your Rishos, whatever the case is, and eating. Not only when they finish and they throw it into the garbage. As soon as they put it on your Rishos, that's your Rishos, it's not their Rishos, which means like this. They, if they're a tenant and they own an, and they rent an apartment and they're keeping Chomets in their apartment, it's very possible that's called their Rishos because here is Kanya. And as soon as they bring food into their building, if they're carrying it in their bag, it's theirs. It's not in your Rishos yet. If they walk into the, their door and they put it on their table in their apartment, it's their Rishos. Because Chiris Kanya means that the, the rental is, 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 we look at it that it belongs to the person who has the lease of the apartment. So it doesn't belong to the landlord, that Rishos, that place. And therefore that's fine. But if there's a common area in your building that has a picnic table, as soon as he puts down that lunch onto the picnic table, out comes the blowtorch and blow it up. And then it becomes highly, highly problematic because it's one thing to blow up someone's leftovers, but I don't think he would be happy if you're blowing up his lunch as he's trying to eat it. And any mall would have this problem if it would be frequented by non-observant Jews that are not shaymetary mitzvahs and don't keep the laws of Pesach, unfortunately, right? So this going would complicate things tremendously and it would also wipe out a lot of the hetem that we had that maybe if you sign the chantaisvis and you're not in the vicinity of the, of the, of the property or of the office that you lease, then it's fine because you don't have a chibadika and there's no chashash, you'll eat it. I mean, I tell you, have works and this is something we discussed at length. But this halacha now would complicate things because it belongs to Israel and Yoivram Bal Yiro. Now, if you remember, we had a Pnei Yeshua, and the Pnei Yeshua, it's Kedai now maybe to go back to it because this Pnei Yeshua really discusses this at length. And this is back to page 15 in the booklet, and it's the first, it's the first column. Now, if you remember, we had a Gemara, the Gemara says, um, which means you're allowed to have Chamet Shalacherim in your Rishos, this is a Gemara in the Chaim of Beis and Psachim, and Shachamet Shalacher means of a Goy. So the Pnei Yeshu wants to say, Goy? Any Chamet Shalacher, even a Yid, it's not your Chamet. So it says the Pnei Yeshu, and this is again on page 15 in the booklet, in the first column, Niri Yoyth Lirashi Dafke Nokat Keshitas Baal Teres Chaim, Shesevi Bepshitas Di Yisrael, Bishal Yisrael Chaveiroi, if Yisrael has Chamet of Yisrael in his Rishos, Oivre Bebal Yiroh. And he brings from a rush and Iran and he brings a whole mechilta over there. Um, and, and really, he's medayik this from Rashi because Rashi says, Shalacherim. Acherim means a goy, but a yid not. And that, that's this plain Yeshua. And he brings from many shittas. And that's the shittas are going. You can go through this more by Rikas, but, but this would come out of tremendous chumra. And, and since we go like this going, this would basically be the nail on the coffin that a person really should not hold on to any rishus 
any property that he has, no matter where it is, no matter how often he frequents it, no matter how far he is, because that's also only been a gay a Gentile. Unfortunately, there's many, many areas where it's relevant where non-observant Jews go, and you're taking that risk. If a non-observant Jew goes to that Rishos, then you have a Chiyab Tashbisu, and you have an Isabel Yura, as long as he's in a common area owned by a Yid. A person should not do that. A person should make sure he signs off all his properties, and before Pesach, he gives them to a Gentile. We'll just conclude this week with one more halacha. And this is page 19. This is not so relevant to this specific discussion, but it's a relevant halacha. And it's a Sharetzian. And the Sharetzian says that this halacha that a Gentile is allowed to bring in um, chametz and Tirashus, which is the Gemara, Shalacherim, right? We know that it, and it's the Gemara in Davav, that a Gentile is allowed to walk into the Rishus of Yisrael with food because it's under his hand, it's under his Tachash it's under his control, and it's Shalacherim, it doesn't belong to the Yid. Which means like this. This that we said, a Gentile is allowed to walk in, that's only a Gentile that's not your servant. But if he's your servant, and generally you feed him, even though it's his chametz now that he's bringing in, it's a problem of Maris Ayn, she yichshtu oisishu michael chametz lavare. And this means like this, that generally speaking, if the Gentile who's walking into your house is incumbent upon you to feed him, generally you feed him, then if anyone sees him eating chametz, the person's going to say, oh my gosh, he, he, a Yisrael fed chametz to a Gentile. Um, a Yisrael has chametz in his house, and he fed his Gentile. And you're not allowed to feed your Gentile chametz because uh, you, uh, you're being nana from the chametz, and that means you had chametz in your house, and it just, just, just the whole thing looks very bad. So a mele, a, a, any Gentile that's mezoinus halechem, mezoinus halechem means that you generally, it's incumbent upon you to feed that person, you are not allowed to let them eat, eat chametz. This is relevant many times. People have... Um, Domestic help, they have um, live-ins, you could call it a maid, they have workers in, in, in certain, certain industries like nursing homes where they are responsible to feed the workers. A person should not allow a maid in his house to eat chametz. If generally he's a right to feed him, which means if the maid comes in the morning or she's maybe a live-in and, and it's responsible on the, on the owner of the house, the yid, to feed them, if they're feeding them chametz, if they're feeding them kashul pesach, the maid, the living maid, had enough. She doesn't want to eat any more matzah. She goes to the store and buys chametz. It's her chametz, and she wants to walk into the house with it. Do you have to stop them? So really, according to the Meikar Adin, according to the Gemara, you don't have to stop them. And we decided that's a lachim shulchan aruchim and tough men that yachalak yachalak based on chametz biyada b'tzeika biyada. Now we went through this whole thing by Arichis, but that dafka. If generally you don't feed them, but once you feed them, you should not let them walk in. So if you have a maid who's sick and tired of eating matzah, and they don't want to eat your matzah anymore, you can tell them, go to the store and eat your own food in the store, but don't, a Gentile store, but don't bring it into my house. Even though Iker then a Gentile is allowed to bring it to your house, that's only when you don't have to feed them. And you do have to feed them. And with this, we will conclude week one of the sugya of... Chametz in the corporate world, in the business workplace.